All right, the latest episode of the podcast, as I said before, is... Uh, well, I didn't say before, did I? I said you could wait and see. So, here I am telling you what it is. It is Dustin's review of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Secrets of Dumbledore, I think it's called. <laughs> not sure, I'm not going to Google it, don't care. Um, so yeah, this is for those of you who have seen the movie, you want to hear our thoughts or Dustin's thoughts. My thoughts on the franchise are well publicized and not positive. And, uh, Dustin has his as well. So without further ado, here is the episode and the review. Please enjoy, please, please enjoy. All right, Dustin. All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore for a second. Um, This is the third film in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. It is now streaming on HBO Max. And as I have HBO Max, I thought, why not? Um, Turns out that was the worst decision I've ever made in my life (laughs) as this film is. is, I I gave it one and a half stars. Yeah. Um, let's, Let's be frank. So. Fantastic Beasts 1, whatever that was called, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And Where to Find Them, um, yeah. Was fine. Like, it was like, okay, it's fine, but kind of just barely it's fine, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Dumbledore, I think it is. I mean, The Crimes, the crimes of, of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. <laughs> the Crimes of Dumbledore. <laughs> the Crimes of Dumbledore. He's an arsonist. <laughs> oh, no. He's a menace. Um, <laughs> Um, the crimes of Grindelwald, um, was awful. And it was one of my favorite things after that film came out just to watch people just tear it a new one because it is a terrible movie. So I thought I went into this one, like, well, this can't be as bad. It, it's almost, it's almost, and we don't usually like to revel in hatred of movies. Yes. Right. But after you've seen a movie and you were so surprised by how much you did not like it, yeah. sometimes the only way that you feel like you're going to get your time back is by spending time watching other people who share your frustration. Correct. <laughs> you know, and that's and, and, what it was. Yeah. It was so cathartic to, to listen yeah. to people also be frustrated because I'm you, like, you, I, you, I can't be the only one. You feel like you get something back. Like it yes. like at least watching this movie made me like, informed enough to enjoy this video i'm watching about how bad this movie is. Or, or it's like it's like i was so i i this movie failed to entertain me so much at least this youtube video about the movie is entertaining you yeah. know what i mean like well, that, a, video, that was, a video that i would not understand fully had i not seen the film that is correct yeah exactly um, so fantastic beast 3 um i was like look whatever i don't care but i'm a completionist so mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch it and let's just get this over with um Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Doors, directed by David Yates. So yet again, um, screenplay by J.K. Rowling and Steve Clovis. Okay, great. Great. All the pieces are there, except J.K. Rowling shouldn't be writing screenplays, but all the no. pieces are there. Um, and, 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 then, and then we have our cast, Eddie Redmayne's back, Jude Law, Ezra Miller, oof, Dan Fogler, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen takes over for Johnny Depp in the role of Grindelwald, yeah. um, and then a bunch of other people who have no point to their characters whatsoever. Um, and, and 
granted, most of the people I just mentioned also have no point, so it's fine. Um, that um, uh, they, they all do as much as you can possibly do with this script. The problem is there's just no script here and the whole thing is pointless. Um, so look, I don't have a lot to say about this because it, it like I said, it, it can't be worse than, than the second one, right? Well, yes and no. Like it did not make me as outright angry as the second one did, but it almost did something that could be worse in some cases, which is, I just don't care. And it's so forgettable. Um, so so it's almost like, you know, if we look at our five star rating and like three is it's fine and two is it didn't piss me off and one is it, it did piss me off. Mm -hmm. This this is one and a half because it didn't really piss me off, but it pissed me off that it didn't piss me off. And I'm like sitting there and I, I can't quite figure out like why I don't care about any of this. Right. Where has this gone so wrong that I don't care about anything that's happening? Not one thing. There is not one storyline in this film right. that I was interested in. There, there, and there are multiple storylines and all of them were garbage. It's, and, it's because you care about Harry and you don't care about the story world. Oh, it's because I like characters <laughs> and not just settings. Whoa. Okay. So you can't just make a movie about Gotham City. You have to make a movie about a character named Batman that lives within Gotham City. Oh, wow. Novel <laughs> concept. That's all this is. What's it about? The Wizarding World. But who's it about? Also the Wizarding World. Why? Because the Wizarding World exists. That's right. why. Like, that's all there is to this movie. And and I care about none of these characters. So, huh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I just don't have anything to say. Like it. it it's 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 boring it's uninteresting nothing <laughs> of note happens and the only thing we learn about the wizarding world which i guess this is a spoiler uh you cool with that hoop um i'm cool the only thing we learn about the wizarding world in this film because we're not learning about characters so we're just learning about the setting the only thing we learn about the wizarding world in this film is that they elect their leaders not based on elections, but whether or not a, a magic deer bows to you. Um, that's what that's what it, there's a there's a creature. There's a creature named the Chillin and the Chillin is so I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. The Chillin is so the Chillin is so pure of heart that when it this is I'm I'm not making this up. Is this, this, this is, is like the, the this is like their Wizarding World's Groundhog Day. Yeah. So the chillin is so pure of heart that as it approaches a person, if if it senses that you, too, are pure at heart, it will bow to you. And this is how the wizarding world finds its leaders, because they grab a chillin and they say, yo, chillin, go, 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 go bow to this. Grab a chillin, go, go. Meet me at meet me at uh, the Dairy Queen. I don't know. <laughs> At the Dairy Queen, um, and 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 hey, chillin, walk over here, and and whoever you bow to, that's our new president. Like that's basically how it works. And it's the dumbest, it's the dumbest crap. Oh. And 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 Grindelwald's master plan, his big master plan, is I'm gonna bewitch a chillin so that it bows to me, and I will be the president of all things. Oh my god! And it's I'm, up to Newt's to commander. I'm going to tamper and, with the votes. And yes, it is. It is a rigged election. Ch film. Ch chillin fraud. Chillin fraud. And, 
And it's up to Newt's commander and Albus Dumbledore to grab another chillin and get it to reveal the truth. And that's that's all that it is. And oh, and the only other thing we learn is that now canonically in the films, Dumbledore is actually gay in the films. Um, right. So now that's an actual thing. It's it exists now in the canon. Mm-hmm. It always did. But I guess there's just never the guts behind it to make it an actual thing. Yeah. Well, now it is um, too little too late. Um, yeah. Considering this is this is a lame duck movie. Like this was yeah. going to be the last one they made. So even if this one tanked solely because they had a gay character, they knew they could just say, well, we did it. And it took 11 films. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Such bravery. Yeah. So um, brave. <laughs> so brave. Warner um, brothers. Right. But, <clears throat> um, but yeah. And, and like, so nothing happens and it's just, it's just as dumb. It's dumb. You know, and yeah, somebody, uh, somebody I work with, I shouldn't get angry about things that have nothing to do with me. Things other people <laughs> choose to do. Yeah. Sure. But like multiple times. And this, this guy, this guy is very opinionated. Um, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see that as whenever it was months ago. Like, yeah, I'm going to go see the, you know, fantastic beasts. I'm really excited. And I was just like, and like, it would come up every now and then that it was like, and he'd like tell other people like, yeah, no. And then like, after he saw it, he goes, it's great. I was like, God, <laughs> it just bothered me, and it, and it, uh, and then the the here's what pissed me off. Finally, he was like, I mean, he might be listening, so I don't want. To, but he was like, it's okay. I've told him this to his face. He was like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a new Harry Potter movie, and I was like, oh, I was like, that's it. I was like, it is not the new Harry Potter movie. It is, it is, it is, it, it's its own. It's it takes place in the woods. And I, as soon as I started explaining it, I was like, I just sound like an angry nerd. But I was like, it's it's not the new Harry Potter movie. Harry Potter's not in this movie. It is a the third movie in a prequel series. And and I, and I had to do yeah. the whole thing where it's like, well, have you have you seen them? And I was like. No, I've seen the first one and I did not like it. So I didn't want to see the other two because all my friends yeah. told me they were worse. And so then I realized like objectively that I just sounded like an ill-informed prick. <laughs> so, um, but, but it bothered me because he's like the new Harry Potter movie. I was like, yeah. but that's it's not, not what Potter. it is. Right. And it bothers me that yeah. others like him might, might, are, bewitched to consider these all the same thing. Yeah. And that they, and the idea that by telling someone it's the new Harry Potter film, you might get someone who doesn't look up anything to come see this movie because there's wizards in it and it's technically related to Harry Potter. And it's just like uh, that, that, that bothers me, I guess it it, it just, it's the perfect example of why you don't make, you don't just endlessly milk a franchise until all that's coming out of that teat is air, baby. Yeah. You're just, (laughs) (laughs) that's what, that's what they're doing though. Like, like I, I I have no doubt that like on paper, somebody at one, at one time said, and there's JK Rowling. It was JK Rowling. He said, this is an interesting story because it's about a guy and like did the thing. The mistake was, oh, crap. Now I got to do this five movies worth. Like I Mm -hmm. have to stretch out this nugget of an idea into five movies. And that is one of the biggest problems. Wait a minute. Are they making two more? That was the original plan. I don't know if they will or not after after this one. But 
but that was the original plan was for five. Um, and, 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 money. and I'm just like, look, I want David Yates oh, to really. move on because to me, David Yates is, is just like treading water. Yeah. There's nothing novel about this. It's just, just is, you know, it's just like the exact same. He has not progressed as an artist since the Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's nothing here to suggest that he's doing anything new or different or cool or fun. And, um, and JK Rowling certainly can't write a script and she pulled in Steve Clovis this time, but even he can't save this because there's just no character here. Um, and, and the, the plot is needlessly convoluted. There's so many, uh, like big blockbuster effect, heavy duels. And I'm like, yeah, but Harry Potter was never this. Yeah. Like there, there's a whole moment where, um, Dumbledore, is being followed by Ezra Miller's character. And, um, and so he does a thing that makes no sense. He's looking. So Dumbledore's looking into a mirror, like into a, um, a shop window and mm-hmm. at his reflection and he sees credence behind him and he like whispers or something. Anyway, somehow like a droplet of water, comes from Dumbledore. Maybe it comes from his wand. I don't know. Anyway, a droplet of water. Let's say like a macro photography of this droplet of water. The camera follows it. It hits the 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 glass storefront and then ripples all around. And then the camera like spins. And now it's just now it's just like Dumbledore and Credence talking evidently in this like mirror dimension, like Doctor Strange or something. And <laughs> they have this big they have this big duel where like the buildings are collapsing in on each other, like Dr. Strange and like everything's like, you know, crazy. And they're like throwing their wands around and no one's saying any audible spells because JK Rowling can't be bothered anymore. And, and like the, the landscape is just twisting and, you know, they're like throwing like buildings are being deconstructed and the bricks are being shot and like this whole thing. Wow. And then, and then eventually he puts Credence down and Credence falls in like a puddle. And then like the camera passes through the puddle to the other side, which is the mm-hmm. real world. Right. And I'm like, OK, I have no idea what just transpired in the real world. Right. Like, what did that look like in our world? Like as yeah. they're fighting, I have no he clue. just slipped and fell. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. They just like stared at each other in a mirror for a minute. Yeah. I have no idea. And like, um, but I'm like, but. That's not what Harry Potter was. No, like that's not how the duels ever happened. And if it, and if that's what it could be, then why didn't Dumbledore do that yeah. during the fight against Voldemort? Exactly. Ever? That's the inherent problem with doing prequels is you can't introduce shit that makes us go, well, why didn't they just do that like later? Is that if that's possible? Correct. Is Dumbledore Correct. too old for that kind of shit in Harry Potter? <laughs> is it like, but you, well, yeah, you can't explain that, and unless yeah. in this film you're like, well, once you reach the age of fifty-seven, you can't yeah. do this spell anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like there's no way to to convey that. It's like it's kind of like when they take your license away because you're too old to drive. Like you're too <laughs> old for the mirror dimension, Dumbledore. You, you you're can't get use somebody the mirror killed. dimension anymore. You crazy old bitch. <laughs> right, <laughs> and and it's just like all this stuff that's just too too effect heavy there's yeah. like another another scene where there's like i don't know just it's like a direct people, rip off of dr strange too it's yeah, like people people are like running on on 
paper like books get ripped apart and mm-hmm. the pages become steps that people are running on and like running and it's just like i don't know that feels like something hermione would have done but she never did it so that tells me you just now thought of it yeah this is stupid yeah um and and Ugh. yeah that that that's the thing it's got all the worst parts of being a prequel it's just yeah. not a good movie and the characters are just not interesting. Like no yeah. part of this was, I cannot, I cannot hit that point enough. There is no part of this that's interesting. There's a, there is a long sequence in this film where Newt, because there has to be Fantastic Beast, where Newt runs into these like little scorpion dudes. Mm-hmm. And the only way he can get rid of the scorpion dudes is to like walk like a scorpion dude. And it's supposed to be this weird, like quirky, moment where newt's like walking like a scorpion and all the scorpions are following him like they're his mom or whatever (laughs) and like he's their mom or whatever and and uh and the whole thing is just like what is the point of any of this (laughs) why are we why are we sidetracking on this when when grindelwald is out there trying to destroy the world which He's doing by trying to bewitch a deer like that's the chillin. That's the only thing he's doing in this whole thing. It makes no sense. And the whole the whole thing is just so dumb. I'm like for, for a movie about the secrets of Dumbledore. The only Dumbledore secret is that he's gay for the movie. The crimes of Grindelwald. There are no he doesn't do any crimes. He just talks about the crimes he might do one day. And then in this film, he doesn't do them. He did. Well, I guess it's a crime to rig an election, but, he, but, but that's not the crime we all thought he was going to do. Remember, this is like the proto Voldemort. Yeah. This is the guy that Voldemort's compared to. Right. Voldemort's out there like killing, murdering half bloods yeah. and like, yeah. like trying to restore Voldem- balance. Voldemort and, is a full blown murdering rape, uh, rape. I said racist. Sorry, not racist. <laughs> Which version are you watching? Not that, not that uh, I know of, but I, you know, I would. Yeah, I would, yeah he's a, he's a. He's a dangerous racist. And yes. uh and uh <laughs> Grindelwald's like, right now I'm just focused on getting into power by when he means necessary. By winning an election. Like yeah. dude, just he, take a Voldemort he, wasn't worried about who was right. in office. Grindelwald is like, I I I I need to have legitimate power, but I, I'm not, you know, I'm willing to cut corners to get there. Voldemort's like, bro, why don't you just kill everyone? Yeah. Just kill everybody. Just kill them all election what are you what are you hey, stupid <laughs> hey hey you ever hear these words avada cadaver done that yeah. takes care of all your problems bro yeah forget the deer just become a snake man and start killing your neighbors there's there's a moment in this speaking of grindelwald and and the 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 curses like he uses cruci- the cruciatus curse on somebody mm-hmm. when he clearly should have been killing them and it, <laughs> but it's just that it's a main character yeah. and i'm like you see, this is the thing. Like Grindelwald doesn't even kill anybody in this movie yeah. or in the last movie. As far as I know, well, I think he did kill somebody in the last movie. Anyway, it's hard to remember, but in this movie, he doesn't kill anybody. The whole thing's dumb. I hate all, all it's just stupid. None, none of this matters. And, 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 you know, throw in like the uncomfortability of watching Ezra Miller do anything. And the whole thing's just, yeah. Up. So I, I, that's a, another reason they're probably not making another one of these. Again, on paper, if you're talking about we want to tell the story of Grindelwald's rise to power and his ultimate defeat, um, that's an okay idea. Sure, I'd rather you do that than give me the Voldemort prequel. But I I don't think 
the Fantastic Beast moniker was the way to do that. Mm-mm. And and certainly the way to do that, the way to not do that is giving us terrible characters that we don't care about. Yeah. Like, you know, say what you will about the Star Wars prequels. They're bad. To me, they're way more tolerable than this. And the reason is because at least I care about Obi-Wan Kenobi and at least mm-hmm. I care to some degree about Anakin and I can laugh all day long about how wooden the performance is or how stilted the dialogue. Sure. Yeah. But at least I, at least on paper, I care about Anakin Skywalker. I don't care about any of these characters no. and they don't matter. Anakin Skywalker will become Darth Vader. OK, great. Obi-Wan Kenobi becomes Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like like I it carries over in this. The only carryover is Dumbledore. And it's just not enough. It doesn't matter enough. Dumbledore wasn't like he is a central character to Harry Potter. Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but he's not like the central character. You know what I mean? He's still a supporting character. And so it just feels weird. And anyway, I'm done. I don't have that much about this because again, boring. Yeah. Unappealing. Doesn't matter. Not a drop of this will influence the way that you look at Harry Potter, which is what a good prequel should do is influence the way you look at the the original. This this doesn't do that. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I the first one, I have not seen the second film, nor will I see this one. And I remember the first one. I don't remember what I gave it, but we talked. I think we talked about I don't remember. But I remember like thinking like, OK, it, I think I said like it was fine. Like I I, I everything I liked about it was had nothing to do with the characters except for like Dan Fogler. I remember thinking like, Oh, he was like a bright spot in the film. Um, everything else was just sort of like, I, and I truly don't remember much about it, but like, I remember thinking like, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not connected to any of these people and I have no reason to follow their adventures in this story world. And, uh, and once I heard the second movie was like, not just uninteresting, but bad. I just, didn't go yeah. see it. And then I, you know, never saw it. And, uh, all I heard about it was bad, bad, bad. And her one person say, this is a, no, no, really it's good. Um, yeah. and it's just, I, yeah, I, I feel no connection to these characters, this prequel series. I don't see how it is required viewing for Harry Potter. Um, yeah. especially because, and here's another reason Harry Potter was based on a book series. If yeah. there had been a fantastic beast book series, kind of like there's a Hobbit, I would have been like, yeah. Well, at least oh, there's okay. a literary, you know, precedent yeah. for these stories being right. made. Like the Hobbit films aren't great, you yeah. know, but like, yeah. I mean, they're, they're solid, but yeah. like the Lord of the Rings films are great. The Hobbit yeah. movies are not terrible and yeah. they have a literary precedent. Like at yeah. least this was okay. Well, there's a reason. Of course you'd make Hobbit movies. I kind of wish you didn't, but like it's, yeah. it's sort of hard to say. It's sort of hard to expect New Line not to do that. But and for at least Warner you Brothers can see to, like the original story buried deep within all of the 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 added yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. That story predated even the Lord of the Rings films. So to, so to say, oh, they shouldn't make Hobbit movies. It's like it's a little unrealistic. And and you know, the, the, if you like the Hobbit, people have been talking about how good the Hobbit is as a, as a book for years. So there's yeah. a reason to make Hobbit films. Yeah, like I will defend the decision to make those to the death. But the decision to go, all right, we're done with Harry Potter. Uh, we don't have any more books to base any of this IP off of. We could yep. do some sequel stuff or we could do some prequel stuff. And they, 
I don't know if that was the choice, but if that was the choice, they wisely said, there's no way we're going to do any sequel stuff. None of the actors are going to come back for that, yep. which should have been the first sign of let's not do anything else. But they're like, yep. let's go the prequel route and we're going to do all this other stuff. And it's going to be sort of like we have the book as a source because we're going to have the author come and do the screenplay. Boom. What's up? Pay yep. me. And it's right. like, no, like there's no, there's no, there's no story that's here. And yep. you're just making one up to make money. And just that's yep. what this franchise has, has been for me. It just stinks of yep. cynical cash grab. And yeah. you somehow bribed one of the richest women in the world to come along with it with you. And she could have yep. easily been like, no, I'm not interested no, I in that. And that. I, I I don't know why she agreed to this. And so I have, no I have to assume the best and think that she was like, no, I, I you know, I've got some pure interest in it but just but from the screenplay it's like i don't see any passion here like with harry potter you're you're telling a story of a boy like you're telling a story this is like i'm just gonna etch out some some vague like you know story world backstory for you but i don't see any passion in these stories well so here here's the thing and and we talk about structure a lot the the problem is the films are called Fantastic Beasts, right? Mm-hmm. Which leads you to believe that Newt Scamander is our protagonist. Right. Well, okay, we can say that all day long, but he does not act like it structurally. And and the reason I can say that is because he makes no choices to influence the direction of the story. Mm. He has no want, no agency, no 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 uh no need or goal that he's striving towards Mm -hmm. of his own of his own volition in this film and in the last film everything that he's doing is at the behest of of albus dumbledore Mm -hmm. so dumbledore has a has a um uh i forget what they're calling it like an unbreakable vow type thing that he made with grindelwald when they were young and in love or whatever Mm -hmm. and and he can't move against grindelwald so he assembles this team He's essentially Nick Fury. He assembles a team of the best of the best to take down Grindelwald. And his choices are Newt Scamander, a guy who just has a collection of animals. He's like a zoologist. Um, yeah. Uh, and and an Auror, uh, Tina, mm-hmm. who is not in this film because I think she didn't get along with J.K. Rowling. And, um, oh. and, uh, and I liked Dan Tina, Fogler. damn it. Yeah. Um, and... And Dan Fogler, who is a muggle, like this is mm-hmm. who Dumbledore picks to go up against the biggest criminal in all of the wizarding world. Election fraudster. Yes, correct. <laughs> um, and although I guess if all he's doing is bewitching a yeah. chilling, you don't need the, the best. You, you don't need, need a, you don't need Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Um, just but, three um, buffoons with wildly different skill sets. <laughs> you know, the fact that this is Warner Brothers and the fact that we haven't had Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart that's, in a Fantastic Beasts true. movie is surprising. But um, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? But um, no, don't go down that rabbit hole. But the point is um, like that. The thing is, Dumbledore wants something. Dumbledore has a goal, mm-hmm. right? He passes that goal on to Newt. Newt has no goal of, it, of his right. own. Accord. Newt is a proxy. Um, Newt is a proxy. Newt is not making any changes to the story outcome. Yeah. Other than just being there and accomplishing the next goal on the list. 
And, and so to, to me, then he's not our protagonist, Mm -hmm. but then you could say, okay, so who is the protagonist? It must be Dumbledore because he's the one with the plan and all of that. Well, in the last movie, he's got 10 minutes of screen time Mm -hmm. in this movie. He's got considerably more, but he doesn't, he doesn't participate because he can't, he's got the unbreakable vow. So he's there to give like wisdom and support, but he can't actually do anything. And so the point is for our, for our protagonist, I don't know who it is. None of them are making actual, like, it's like, it's like, uh, Dumbledore has the goal, Mm -hmm. but not the means and Newt has the means, but not the goal. And so you have two, you have two characters acting as one protagonist, which then means that there is no protagonist. Right. And, and that's the problem structurally is we don't have a protagonist. We don't have interesting characters to follow or root for or love. And they don't have anything in their lives going for them. So sucks. Well, at least you didn't see it in theaters. At least I didn't pay for it and see it in theaters. I have HBO max and I will watch a million other movies that are fantastic to justify my, my payment to HBO max. Mm -hmm. This was just because I could. Yeah. And, uh, do I recommend you do it? No, I do not. <laughs> I don't recommend anybody watches any of these films. Yeah. Watch Harry Potter. Yeah. Hold to that. If you love yeah. it, love it and let that be it. The story is done. Yeah. Watch don't it again. Anymore. Like if you really like these so much, like just do what I did. Just watch them again. Th- like, this is, th- th- it's so crazy how similar this is to Star Wars. Yeah. Because to me again, Star Wars, that original trilogy, that was it. Yeah. Story is done. We yeah. don't need anything else. And we have all this other stuff. And same yeah. here. Story's done with Harry. We don't need any other stuff. Why is there more stuff? And then we just got, we've got, it's, it's, it's the inability of adults to let go of, of these things, essentially. I mean, it's, it's two things. It's a, it's corporations in charge of the intellectual property desiring to make money. And it is the desire to make money is legitimized by adults not being able to let go of things that they liked when they were younger. And, right. you know, as an adult who likes, who likes plenty of things from my childhood, I can empathize, but to a degree, it's like at a certain point though, like if you can never let go, you'll, you'll just settle for anything new related to that thing. And to me, if you loved Harry Potter, the books and you loved the movies and you can actually like articulate why they're good, not just, yeah. Oh, I loved the, the, the I loved the ones. Like yeah. at least like to me, if if you to watch these movies and go, this is just as good to me as those things are, then you don't love those things the way that you think you do, because you clearly can't differentiate between the quality of those things. To, that, to me, if you can look at the, the Harry Potter films and if you tell me they're all just as good as each other, even then I can't take you seriously. They're not. Yeah. They are not yeah. all as good as each other. First two yeah. films kind of weak. Um yeah. And sorry, you know, the, the, the other ones progressively better uh, to varying yep. degrees. And, and those that can be discussed, uh, you know, yeah. among friends. But like, yeah, I yeah. D- 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 accepting anything new with your favorite thing in it can't be the benchmark for what's good. This, this is 100 percent my thought. And it reminds me of a quote I read just yesterday from uh, George R. R. Martin. Mm-hmm. who said um, they were talking about toxic fandoms and, mm-hmm. and uh, George said um, 
it used to be that when you were a Star Trek fan, you loved Star Trek. And mm-hmm. when you were a Star Wars fan, you loved Star Wars. And he's saying, I don't understand why the fandoms are so toxic now with people who just hate everything that the things put out now. And and I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. And and my response to that was like, no, people don't like the people that you're talking about. They do love Star Trek and they do love Star Wars. The problem is the stuff being put out now is not Star Trek and it is not Star Wars no. or it is not the the same flavor that they loved. That's like saying, hey, I grew up loving vanilla ice cream. OK, well, here's vanilla banana. OK, well, I don't like vanilla banana. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. It's yeah. like it's close. Yeah. But it's not. It's not it. Yeah. And so and and so I I vehemently disagree with what George R. R. Martin was trying to say, which was you should just like it. And right. I think the the implication being you should also like my stuff. Well, just because his, his thing is his thing is if you like Star Trek, then you'll like any Star Trek because you love Star Trek. Right. But it's like, but what people Don't like about, about Star Trek, right. if you're a Star Trek, fan. but he's missing the whole context of the reason you like a thing is for a specific reason. And then when they, when they, when they take those reasons out of the thing and they just make new things about the thing that have less and less to do with the original thing. Yeah. How can you be expected to just swallow it up and take it like right. a sheep, you know? Well, you, and I'll tell you this, I'm fa- I'm a fan of Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Yes. But if tomorrow they announced that the chicken sandwich was going to be made with the worst ingredients possible mm-hmm. and it was going to charge me $15 per sandwich. Yeah. I would not be I would not be on board with that. I'm not just going to say, "Oh, well, I like Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. so I'll just buy it." I'll just do it. No, because it's not what I what I'm a fan of. Yeah. I'm a fan of Chick-fil-A as is not this new whatever. And so that's the thing. You you can't just eat it up and you can't just say this is marginally related to Harry Potter, so therefore I love it. Yeah. No, you have to judge it on its own merits and say I can still absolutely love Harry Potter and absolutely hate Fantastic Beasts. And I'm a f- and and still consider myself a fan of the Wizarding World. Also, like if the best things about these movies are the effects and the production design, which are easily achieved once you've established a look based in other films. Sorry. That's almost as that almost earns zero points for what makes a film good. You know, like that's, those are visual effects assets that are probably still in their computers and and production design. I mean, you know, like Stuart Craig's great, you know, but it's, 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 it's based on a look that's already been established. So if if that's your benchmark is, Oh, it just feels like the other movies. No, not really. Not really. No, no, no. You know, they go to Hogwarts once that, that, and then you get the John Williams music and everyone goes, Ooh, Oh, it's Harry <sighs> Potter. And it's like, no, it's not. It's just some random extras in robes. This is not the same thing. Do you remember in that trailer for the first movie, like used like Hedwig's theme, like in the trailer? Yeah. yeah. And it was like, man, we're not even at Hogwarts. Yeah. Why are you using that? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Yep. But they, they learned the lesson a- a- after that. And in, the second one and in this one they'd make sure to go to Hogwarts and you they make sure that you're like look people playing Quidditch oh, and th- that's God what this sake. this what this film does it's literally like a sweeping shot through Hogwarts and there's like a snitch that like is on right the screen the lens, yeah. and it's like no 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 and then like 
a seeker and they're like this, you know, this breaks the fourth wall <laughs> like oh yeah, is that a, is this a movie it's a movie yeah, oh, guys cool. look oh a movie <laughs> and they're not even on the quidditch pitch they're just like flying around willy-nilly it yeah. doesn't make any sense and then and then of course <laughs> like it goes down to the, the courtyard or whatever and there's mm-hmm. like a lady and they're like hey minerva take your students in there you know or whatever and it's like oh cool oh boy that's mcgonagall i guess cool Boy, is she that old? Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw something that said she, that J.K. Rowling screwed up the own, her own timeline by adding McGonagall in there. Oh yeah, you don't say. There's something. There's something weird. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know enough. About it, something. But yeah. Anyway. So that they, and then you know they go to the Great Hall and that kind of stuff and it's supposed to make you go, oh oh cool oh my god and instead I'm like oh cool. A building that doesn't exist. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. A 3D model. Oh, a, a 3D model and a bunch of random children in robes. Oh. Chillins. Ch- chillins. Chillins in robes. <laughs> Chilling like a villain in my chillin robe. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's Fantastic Beasts and, and where to never watch them. Yes. I guess. Correct. Where to yep. never watch them is HBO Max. And HBO Max. if you live in the past, the theaters. Correct. And hopefully in the future, uh, there will not be more of these. Yep. Yeah. Boy. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it, well, let's wrap this thing up and go chilling in our beds. Yeah. Ugh. I like that. All right, cool. We'll do that. That's it. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I was waiting for the outro. I was waiting for no, you to be like, I'm, I'm, all right, everybody. I've given up. I'm just so I'm just just terrible at these now. <laughs> I yeah. can't do it anymore. I can't believe we talked about Fantastic Beasts that long. I literally thought my review of that was going to be, it sucks. No. Stop. <laughs>